0: It was a joke. I got on a Zoom call with her and I was as white as a ghost. I was just thinking, oh no, you know, my hands were clammy. There's something really, really vulnerable about when you've worked on something for two years and you give it to someone and then you stand back and wait for them to judge it. Oh my God. It's like, it's torture, by Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Daddy, I love
1: you. My mother, thanks you.
0: If you can't
1: say something nice.
0: All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Hello, and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we have got a bumper show for you. You like that bye bumper? Uh, bumper yeah why bumper i looked it up in the dictionary it it's right. really good
1: all right i thought so what you all oh, right okay
0: if you're new to this show then we are Liz and Brian husband and wife we talk about life in the middle we talk about travel marriage being parents to young adults and 5 years ago we took our kids who were then 16 and 13 and we traveled the world with them for a year when we returned back from that trip, we decided that Brian was no longer going to be a plumber, and we were going to become location independent, which basically means you take your job with you wherever you go in the world, so you can just travel and be free.
1: And location independent.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we make podcasts every week. We are happy to say that five years later, we are now. Well, we are officially location, location, we, we are. location, independent we, in inter- our bedroom.
1: Patient. In our bedroom, doing a podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This works well. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's who we are, and it, you're going to love this week's show because we're going to be. T- I don't know why I'm sounding so happy, actually, because it's quite it's quite um, a serious topic that I'm covering. You're going. We're going to be talking. <laughs> well, why can't you
1: be happy about a serious topic?
0: Well, no, I know, but I'm trying to set the mood, by. I'm oh, trying right. to get it all somber and like you know serious. Just so like people get, think-
1: get So people listen.
0: Yeah. So people think. Oh, she's serious about this. No, we're going to be talking about something that the editor has said about my book. Again, if you're new to this show, I am in the throes of, a. am about to publish my first book. I can't believe I'm saying that because I've said for so long, I'm writing a book and now I'm saying I'm going to be publishing it. Yeah. In the next month I'm going to be publishing it. And this book, oh, it's been a I'll tell you what, it's been a flipping roller coaster, hasn't it, Bri? It's been a roller coaster. It's been coaster. A, a
1: roller coaster all around. not only just writing it, but actually doing stuff to actually put in the book. Yeah. It was a bit of a roller coaster as well, yeah. wasn't it? So
0: it's a book about traveling the world. What I just told you earlier about when me and Bri took the teenagers traveling the world for a year, and it is a collection of funny stories. Well, I think they're funny, hopefully you will too, about what happened when we were away. And yeah, it's taken me two years to write. It's been a complete labour of love. And for the last six or seven podcasts on this podcast here, I've been reading snippets from the first chapter. And we've had some wonderful feedback. It's been really lovely. Yeah, it's been
1: lovely, the feedback, hasn't it?
0: But last week, something happened. I sent it off to the editor, and something happened. And I really, really wanted to bring that to the show this week and talk about it because it's it's really it's a really important topic it's a, a lesson that I've spent the last 10 days learning gone round in a big circle started off a complete wobbly crying mess on the floor and then gradually imagine a circle like drawing a circle in your ha- I've gone round 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 and then down 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 and then up 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 oh look now I'm here at the podcast and I'm here to tell you the yeah, news
1: back in a Blobby mess. No,
0: no. That's oh, why I'm right. that's what I'm saying. I've yep. come round in a big circle, bro. No, not a circle to the back
1: Back not, to the start again. No
0: no. What?
1: Back. That doesn't make sense then, does it? It
0: does. No. You
1: yes. start at the bottom and work to the top. don't come all the way that's back round to the bottom again. That's what I said. Okay. I said start
0: <laughs> start and then you're back higher than you were before. All oh, right. Winning.
1: Winning. Okay.
0: Also, Bri, what we want to share in this show is uh, an update on Tessa. Um, Tessa yep. is our daughter. She moved down to Wellington. She stood in
1: for me last time, didn't she? She
0: did. She did a beautiful yep. podcast last week. She's 18 and um, she's down in Wellington. And we just wanted to give you an update on how she's getting on down there. And also just this is new this, Bri, a bit of listener love.
1: Listener love.
0: Yeah. Do you know what that is? No,
1: I haven't got a guess. Clue. I would imagine that, listen, that listeners that love you.
0: Yeah. What, so what am I going to do?
1: read out some comments yes, or something exactly
0: well done oh, Brian. Right, okay. good boy for paying attention Hope they're about me <laughs> yeah. so yeah just a bit of listener love so that's it um so let's just dive straight into the show and let's just talk about this this episode what yeah. happened with the book before we do that actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a little link with you and I'll share it again at the end of the show it's a, th- what what I've decided to do is I've set up an an email newsletter for the next 6 weeks while I launch this book because I'm hoping to have it published within the next well I hope within the next 6 weeks well
1: yes it's six emails whether it goes over 6 weeks or a bit longer it doesn't really matter does it? it's yeah. six emails
0: and I would love you to come along and watch within the next for the f- next 6 weeks and see exactly what that looks like. It's called the Front Row newsletter. Do you mm-hmm. like that, Brian?
1: Sounds like it is a drama to me. It does.
0: It does. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to be just getting newsletter, uh, you know, emails for the next 6 weeks sharing exactly what is happening and going on with the book. If you are already signed up to my newsletter, and you will know if you are because you keep getting emails every week telling you saying yeah. what's happening and about the, the book and everything then you don't need to sign up for this one but this is just if you're not signed up for my newsletter and you would love to take a front row and watch exactly what it's going to look like to market and publish oh my god i can't believe. We'll just I'm be with that. you
1: alone just to, you know it's your thoughts and how you're doing it isn't yeah. it that's mainly about what it's going to be about isn't it and yeah
0: but i'd love you to join me it's yeah. front row. So www.itsadrama.com slash front row. Sign up and I will send you the emails and let you know everything about the book and give you little snippets and little special things. I don't know what they're going to be, but, yeah. you know, treat you nicely. Treat you nicely. Yes,
1: be front row special people. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, so Brian. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? What with? No, I'm not asking you a question. I'm telling you, this is a story. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What happened with the news, with the the book and the manuscript? And I've got to say as well, before I tell this story, the editor that is editing my book is gorgeous. She is absolutely lovely. What I'm about to tell you is in no way uh, a go at her or, you know, she's just doing her job. I understand that.
1: Well, that's what editors do, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. Know. But I
0: know. But I don't want, I don't want people to think, oh, she doesn't like her editor because I do. Oh, no. She's yeah, lovely.
1: Editors have got to come up with, they've got to be the person in the middle that's going to appeal to the widest range of people, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But so first of all, you need to know about me that I'm just complete. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a complete, I'm, people pleaser do you know brian i just yeah. want people to like me well,
1: you never do it to me though do you
0: no i don't care if you like me or not because no. you're stuck with me anyway that I ring write. on your finger gets, you're going yeah. no, you're going I've nowhere brian i've <laughs> got
1: a i've got a angle grinder in the shed i'm sure i can get it off
0: <laughs> but yeah i'm not the strongest of people uh, when it comes to other people voicing their opinions about me you know like some people i've always wanted to be one of these people that oh, i couldn't give a damn what people say yeah. you know i'm just who i am like me or lump me
1: yeah
0: like me or lump me.
1: Lump me or like me. Yeah. yeah.
0: But anyway, so I send off the manuscript, chapter one of the of the book. And in it, I describe Sonny and, and Tessa and Brian. And I've read this out on the podcast before, but the little snippet that I wrote about Sonny, it's, in fact, shall I just play it? It's probably easier just to play it. I know you're not supposed to write about your family and put it on the internet, but this book revolves around my kids, so I don't have much choice. First up is Sunny, 16. Goofy, lanky, spotty, phone addict, gorgeous, can do no wrong, worshipped by everyone, especially me. I haven't told him this yet, I'm waiting for the right moment, but if he ever gets a girlfriend, I'll bash her brains in and eat them like Hannibal. Unless, of course, she's an orphan and is looking for a mother figure, in which case I'll lock her in a room and only let her out at Christmas. So, well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're laughing. Did you think that was funny?
1: Yeah, right. it is. That's, I like it.
0: Yeah, okay. So that is the, the, the idea of the book is you get the tone of the book. The book is very tongue in cheek. It's very, it's like that. It's just lots of little...
1: Your humour, My humour, yes. yeah.
0: See how I can't say, I can't say, I know. oh, it's hilarious. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, but no, it's just, that's my humour. Anyway... The notes came back and the editor said to me, Liz, you cannot say that. You cannot say if my son gets a girlfriend, I'll bash her brains in and eat them like Hannibal. It's far too graphic. She said, I mean, I've got a sense of humour, but that is just too much. And my heart just went, oh my God, no. You know, because immediately that that said to me, I hate you. You're rubbish. Everyone else is going to hate you.
1: Yeah. And the rest of the book's rubbish, eh? Yeah, and the rest yeah. of the book's
0: rubbish. And I'm not joking. I'm speaking about it lightly now because this happened two weeks ago, just just almost two weeks ago, mm, didn't it? Yeah. But at the time, I just felt like my world had fallen apart because I thought, if she's saying this about this, what's she going to think about the rest of the book? Like, you know, I mean, not I, I don't go through the book saying, nast- you know, not nasty, but like, you know, graphic things like that. But yeah, yeah. it was a joke. It was a joke. So anyway, I, f- I got on a Zoom call with her and I just, I was as white as a ghost. I, I was just thinking, oh, no, you know, it's just it, my hands were clammy. There's something really, really vulnerable about when you've worked on something. And I didn't realise this until I, I underestimated this completely. Yeah. When you've worked on something for two years or when you've worked on something at all, actually, when you've worked on any labour of love, even baking a cake, whatever, mm-hmm. and you give it to someone and then you stand back and wait for them to judge it. Oh my God, it's like, it's torture, by
1: Yeah, it's slightly different than baking a cake for your family and then asking them to try it because they, they're not going to say, oh, it's rubbish, mum. All right, Are then they're what about you it, if you baked
0: a cake and sent to competition? I'm
1: just saying, So, if let me finish. the oh, excuse d- me, don't forget the four-second rule, <laughs> eh?
0: <laughs> You're going to get it after this, I'm telling you now.
1: <laughs> you've done a labour of love, like you said, and then you've given it to a total stranger... And you know she is going to actually come back and st- and open up the little bits on it. Oops. One, two, three, four.
0: Yes, but Brian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's uh, excuse you, me. You, you, were, Yeah, I've finished. It. You were you were. were it's one, two, three, four. Too quick. <laughs> so you know you're actually opening yourself up to something you've actually done. You're very vulnerable. It's the first ever book you've ever written like this, and basically. She is just going to tell you, "Oh, this is wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong." So yeah. it's going to be double whammy for you. Of She's doing is. her job. Yeah, no wonder you're you thinking I've got sweaty hands and um, you know um, feeling a bit bit faint.
0: And when you say that this is the first book you've ever written like this, yes. this is the first book I've ever written in my life.
1: I know, but you've written tons and tons of writing. I know, but no you book. Know. This is the first you have book I've actually written a couple of little books. No, kind of that little PDF book?
0: Oh, yeah, but that's different. It's, that's like a little I freebie know. giveaway thing. Yeah. That's not a book yeah. that you're putting out on Amazon and, you know, Barnes and Noble and all the rest yeah. of it, is it, Brian? No,
1: it's not. And anyway. that's, I can understand why you're feeling like yeah. you're feeling. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: It was, it was, I just sat there on the Zoom call and she said to me, Listen, I love your book. She said, I love your humor. She said, You've got a great sense of humor and you're a lovely writer. So that's what I'm saying. She's a really nice woman. She said, But Liz, You can't write stuff like that because you're just going to get absolutely slated. She said, you're going to get people who pick that up and say, what the hell? What's this all about? What do you mean? And I I was like, but isn't that my humor? And she said, yes, but it's if you're going to want to appeal to a lot of people, then you're going to have to water it down. Mm. Anyway, I came off the call and I said, Okay, fine, I will. And I changed it and I changed it to something about, I can't even remember what I changed it to now. It was, it was a psycho, um, you know, the film psycho where the mother lives with the son. It was a reference to that. So I still kept, I'm sorry, but I can't remove my twisted mind. I have got a bit of a twisted mind when it comes to things like that. So I still kept it in, but there was no graphic, I'm going to bash her brains in and eat it like animal. There wasn't anything like that. It was just, I can't remember what I said, but something like I'm going to sit in a rocking chair and throw myself down. The, I don't know what I said. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I sent it off to my mum. Just of the horror <coughs> film
1: reference, basically. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's, it's a film at the end of the day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: I sent it off to my mum and I said, because she'd been with me on this journey. Thank you, mum. And she just said, you know, she was right from the start. She's like, don't listen to her. Just keep it in. And I'm like, mum, she's an editor. That's her job. I'm not going to, you know, not listen to her. And she's like, Lizzie, just keep it in. Stop it. Just be yourself. Listen to what she's got to say Mm. about grammar and all the rest of it and punctuation. But do not let her change who you are. So I just thought, as daughters do with mums, oh, be quiet. You know, you're only saying that because you're my mum. You know, if you weren't my mum, you'd hate me and you'd hate my book.
1: (laughs) And everything else about me.
0: Yeah. so I changed it and I sent it off to mum and I said, right, here's a new version. What do you think? I'll tell you what, Bry, this must have been so hard for her to do. She phoned me. I knew I knew it was going to be bad because she phoned me and then put the phone down. I thought, oh, what's going on here? And she, she phoned me, put the phone down and I phoned her back out and I could hear her heart in her, in her <laughs> poor little mouth. She doesn't
1: like confrontation, you she? And
0: she doesn't like, she didn't, no mum wants to say to their daughter what she's about to say. And she just, and I went, well, I said, do you like it? And she went, no, I don't. And I went, oh, oh, do you know? What? And she said, no, she said, don't. And then she started backpacking, back, uh, backpedaling a little bit. She said, don't get me wrong. She said, it's funny, but it, it's not the same. It's yeah. not, it doesn't have the same impact. No, I don't. So now I'm like back to square one and I'm crying in my bedroom on my own. And oh my God, even my mum hates me now. (laughs) Now what am I going to do? I've only got Brian as my fan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and I just felt like, Oh, Brian, you know what I was like. It was horrible. I just, and I know, I'm sorry, this is like uh, compared to everything that's going on in the world. And I'm sure people no, have got lots it, bigger problems, no, but,
1: but that's irrelevant because that's, we're talking about you. We're not talking about what's going on in know, the world, but are we? You like, feel a you bit know? guilty when you say no, you Oh, well. You should I never do. feel guilty because that's what's happening in the world every day. So, you know, and, and your, what your experience of what your life is happening, that's what you're going to talk about, mm. you know?
0: So, anyway like I say, back to square one. And then I thought, hang on a minute, who is going to read this book? Who are the first people that are going to read this book? Hopefully they're going to be the people that are on my email newsletter. So I've got a thousand people on my email newsletter and 600 of them are in my book sequence, uh, you know, they get emails about this in book. The book, yes. Yeah, 400 of them are in like homeschoolers and moving to New Zealand and they're not interested in the book. And 600 of them are around, actually, no, what am I saying? It's 2000. Yeah, anyway, it's a large number. for me, Is a large number of people. Yeah. I think it's 1400 on the book. Anyway. doesn't so, matter. It's, it's, yeah. it's,
1: it's a bunch of people. You Big can't, bunch can't of people. fit them in this bedroom, can you? No,
0: you can't, Bri. So I thought, right, I'm going to just email them. And I'm going to tell them exactly what's happened and I'll show them the snippet of the book and I'll tell them exactly what I've just told you. And I said in the email, look, I want the truth. I don't want you to be polite. I don't want you to say something that makes me feel better. I want you to give me the truth because I did. Because I'm like, you get to that point where you think oh my God, am I just so inside myself that I can't see this for what it is? And it really is horrific and it really isn't funny. And, you know, I am going to upset all these people by putting this in the book. I'll ask them. So I sent the email out and if there's any other... Content creators listening to this, you will know how special it is when you get one or two emails in reply to a newsletter that you send out. Yeah. I'm not joking. When like a
1: thousand emails go out, plus and you get, you get two, like maybe two, three, two or three, three back. four yeah. or
0: five, maybe. Yeah. If you're it's,
1: it's a lot of effort to write an yeah. email.
0: It's a huge effort. You know,
1: everyone's got things to do, and and it's that's why it is so special when people actually email you it is. to say, oh, I think it's great what you're doing, or it's this what you're doing, or that's what you're doing. Yeah. Th- thanks for even sending me an email and like yeah. you say
0: Brian, it's a massive effort to sit mm. down and go right i'll stop what i'm doing and i'll reply to this email yeah. so guess how many people email me back to that in response three no Brian, you know the answer i'm very well very well good acting there Brian, good acting because i know that you know the answer it's a
1: drama.com <laughs> for training on podcasting <laughs>
0: 78 people emailed me back 78 emails all came in on the same day. Ping, 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 answer, answer, answer. And these emails, honestly, it just makes the the hairs on my arms stand up when I'm talking about it. These emails weren't just A, because I gave them the option, should I do A, should I do B or should I do C? I think A was leave it in, B was take it out and C was change it. And they weren't just like A, B or C. They were like full blown emails about why they were giving me the answer that they yeah. were giving. And I have never felt so much flipping gratitude in all my life because I just yeah. thought, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. And you might sit there and think, well, out of a thousand emails and you only got 70, I'm telling you, that is huge. It is. That is huge. Yeah. I love every single one of those people that sent me those emails. So what happened was I wrote down every time I got an email, I wrote, I'm wrote, i very, I'm very sophisticated like this. I wrote down on a piece of paper, one, two, two for A, two for B, three for A, one for B, you know, and you know, like, I wrote it down yeah, a little, you yeah, know, when you just jot it down. Ones, yeah. And at the end of the day, I gave it 24 hours when all these 70 odd emails had come in. And at the end of the day, um, it was like, hang on a minute, it was 80, 20, let's say for like 80% keep it in, 20% yep. take it out. It's too graphic. I was yep. just having my breakfast and that made me feel sick, someone said. Fair enough. Yep. I just, I wanted the truth and they gave me the truth. So 80% of them said, Yes.
1: Who reads their emails at breakfast? That's what I want to know. Well,
0: loads of people, Brian. Yeah, of course they do. Before they oh, go right. to work, they open their emails. You know, and you're sitting there on a piece of toast. You don't want to be thinking about Hannibal's brain or, you know, Sunny's yeah. girlfriend's brains.
1: <laughs> What's that bit of paste I've got on me, uh, yeah. on me toast?
0: Anyway, so, yeah. And the, the, the 80% said, yes, leave right. it in. And they gave very good answers as well. And then three people said, and this was the three that I kind of listened to the most... And they made very good points. Three people said, look, Liz, we know you. We're your audience. We listen to your podcasts. We watch your YouTube. We read your emails every day, uh, every week. Mm. We know what sort of person you are. We know you love your son. We know you adore your husband and you think he's absolutely brilliant. And even though he's mean to you. Is that written in the book? Even though he's mean to you, you still (laughs) tolerate him every single day. You know, we know what you're like, Liz. So we know that it's humour, but... If someone just turned up at Amazon and thought, oh, I like the look of that cover, I'm going to buy this book, and they opened it not knowing anything about you, they don't know any, never heard your name before, or it's a drama before, never known anything about you, and they get to the first chapter, and there it is, if my son ever gets a girlfriend, I'm going to bash her brains in and eat them like Hannibal, they might just think, what sort of psycho is this? And they might just go, Mm. do you know what? No. So if you want to write for the masses, and rather than just your email list, you know, then you need to think about changing it. And I thought that was really, really good sound advice, Bry. Yeah, I did. I really thought that was good advice until, and I'm telling you now, <laughs> I don't know why I'm pointing my finger because you're behaving very nicely today on this podcast. <laughs> I, I took those three emails and I thought, right, that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to change it. And actually, I still might change it because I can think of something. I've thought of something a bit funnier now anyway than the Hannibal reference. Yeah, I have. And I don't know whether to change it or keep it in. But I was just about to think, yep, the masses, this is it. This is what it's all about. And then this email came in and I'm going to read you. This email, because the email that I'm just about to read you, I'm not going to read you all of it because it is a long, long email. And this is the length of all the emails that came in, all the 70 odd emails that came in. But this one, you know, when something just hits you and it, I don't know if she sent it to me at the right time of the day or the month or the week or whatever. But, oh my God, it was like, you know, when people say you're in the right time at the right place and you meet the right person and they say yeah. the right thing, this is. Is, is this, this is that email, right. right? And I'm just going to read it to you.
1: It probably came after breakfast. <laughs>
0: yeah. The other thing you need to know as well is the lady that wrote this email wants to remain anonymous. Okay. So she's a very private, uh, not that I would go and say her name anyway, but just to let you know that. So yep. here's what she said. She said, Liz, I never reply to things like this. I'm too private. I don't like to put my name to anything, least of all an opinion, especially an honest one i can feel the pit in my stomach just when writing this i don't think people actually experience life these days liz they bury themselves in distractions and leave the adventures to someone else they also never feel full our whole world is highly edited you learn to say you learn never to say anything because you don't know who's going to be filming it to broadcast Nobody's real anymore. We've given the world permission to censor and microanalyse us, and it's run away and snowballed in every direction. Real people are gritty, with a sharp sense of humour. They say what everyone else is thinking. They live. Leave it in, Liz. If someone can't understand its intention and humour, then they don't deserve to read your book. If you wanted a bestseller for money, you could employ a ghostwriter and be done with it. But you want to tell your own story. You want to inspire and amuse others and make enough money from it to carry on doing your adventures. It's your book, Liz. Your story. Do you really want someone else telling it? I know you don't, so I say it stays. And here's the last thing she said. Do nice things, Liz, and take care of yourself. And do not silence your own voice. I can't see you being happy with a watered-down commercial version of yourself in imprint bland, stifling, and oh-so-carefully presented. It's not you. And you didn't travel halfway around the world. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> not to be you.
1: Yep. That's an amazing email, isn't it? It's just, it is. It's that. Yeah.
0: So I read that and I was just like, "Oh my god!" It was just, and it was like everything fell into place. It was just like someone, you know, had just sent this woman to me for just. Like a guardian angel. I know that sounds yeah. like dramatic or whatever, but it did. It just felt like, of all those voices, of all those lovely emails, it was just hers and just those words that she said. And yeah, it was.
1: I, th- I think that this one came about two days after all the others. As yes, well, it did. Which yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd make decision yeah, ch- to take it out. I changed it. Out, it hadn't Bri. You? I changed and it. That one email, although the other ones skirted around it and and said similar things, yeah. that one just stuck stood out to you the most. And You can yeah. see why. Yeah, because it's just it's beautifully written, the way it was written, and just the way she was saying things, and just so simple things. And, and and it's true, we all live a bit of a watered down life because we're all too frightened to fart. I know we really really Including are. Including me. We? You yeah, know, we're all too frightened to say. Oh, you can't say that. You can't say. Oh, that's that. You can't. Oh, you no, know, it's not politically correct. That's people. racist. That's wrong. That's not right. And yeah, that's gonna upset someone. And it's just. Oh, I know we should care about what we're saying, but where's freedom of speech going? It's just yeah. disappearing. You know, and, and it's that, just you know.
0: It's humour. It's just somewhat, another person in an email said to me, Liz. There's worse stuff in
1: cartoons. Well, do you know This is why I said to you. It's like this stuff you're you're actually you're reading, uh, you're writing about was written down in a book, and it's probably one of the best-selling books of all time, isn't it? The the Thomas Harris series of of Hannibal and Red Dragon and all those pretty horrendous um, yeah. books. I know they're horror.
0: No, but you don't associate them with your boyf- with your son's girlfriend. That's the point. Oh,
1: yeah, but that's the beauty of it, though, isn't it? It's like you're using a reference, which is just, you never, who's going to do that? You know, mm. well, you, you're classing yourself as a mass murderer. You're not, are oh, you? Like, you know, it's just like, come on, look at the lighter side of things. It's just, it's a bit like Ricky Gervais when he was talking about... Um, uh, one of his stand-up, uh, is it The Meaning of Life or whatever it was that is, and he and he, he, he talks about cot death and it's just like, my goodness, how good on earth can you talk about that? That's horrendous. But he got so many people actually coming to him and saying, you know what, my child died in of cot death and actually the first time I came to, I actually laughed at what you said and it's made me change the way I feel about it.
0: Yeah, just brought brought them joy. Just, yeah, and yeah. just I'm
1: not saying that you, someone's going to eat someone's oh, brains god, out, but I'm just saying this is that's that's if you can help one person that along the line, you know, by saying something that you you know knew was a bit taboo and couldn't say, like you know, but actually, I'm glad that's out in the open now. That type of thing, but what you're saying is not. It's just it, it's I know it's British, more of a British humor maybe, but there's so many. You've had even people reach out to you since and saying, "Oh my god." You actually keep it going, Liz, because that's really what we all think inside, like, you know, but mm-hmm. no one's going to say it because you you don't want to be tarred with a, a brush of, oh, I, I'm, I'm a really bad person, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's. Uh... It,
0: it was just, it was just that, it, a real shining light. And I, w- I came to the podcast today and I wrote down some notes and I just thought, do you know what? There are times in your life you will all have this. You know when when certain things happen and it logs in your memory. Yeah. You know, like you can sort of pin pick it throughout your life, can't you? And you can yeah. go, I remember that. I remember that. And I remember that. And every one of those things, I learned a bloody valuable lesson. Yes. And yeah. I was trying to think of times in my life that this similar sort of thing had happened, where I could have take could have made a different decision, but I went with my heart, and it was the right decision. And I came up with three examples and the first one was when Tess was a baby and someone said to me, she used to cry a lot and she'd hold her arms out and she'd, mommy, mommy, you know, and I'd always pick her up and just yeah. cuddle her. And someone said to me, you're going to make a rod for your own back doing that. You know, you're going to make, you're going to, she's going to be a clingy child. She's going to, she, you're not going to be able to walk out the room. She's going to, you're going to you basically make a rod yeah, for your own back. What
1: it is, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't true. No.
0: I cuddled her. Every second I got with that baby, I wouldn't let her out of my sight. I almost pinned her to my chest. It was just like, you are just going to cuddle me forever.
1: Yeah. If you're not feeling strong, here I am.
0: Yes. And you know what? She has gone on to be a very strong, independent 18-year-old who is now down in Wellington on her own. She is not that clingy child that I was told she was going to be. So that's number one. And number two, the other thing that really stood out to me is when we decided to homeschool Sunny and Tess, the amount of people that said to me, they won't be able to socialise when they're older. You know, taking them out of school is taking them out of normality and they won't be able to socialise. Well, screw that, because I don't know any other kids that can socialise as well as those two.
1: No. No, I, Well, I don't. And then you meet people, like, like you'll go to an opening night of a performance, they're both in. And they turn around and say, oh, your, your kids are brilliant. And it's just like, oh, they haven't got two heads well, and can't socialise.
0: Exactly. Let's just yeah. say that they know how to socialise. do And then lastly, this, in my 52nd year, a week out of my 52nd birthday, it suddenly hit me, Liz, you don't want to appeal to the masses and be watered down, yeah. you know? I don't want to offend people. I get that. I get yep. the fact that sometimes there are certain things you shouldn't say because yep. it might offend them.
1: Well, you can offend people in a serious way, but if it's done through a humour, it's not quite the same, is it? Like, yeah. You know, it but do you really, know what really, I mean? By
0: right? I see these people yeah, and sure. they just say like this really horrible stuff, Some and I just think that's yeah, yeah. I don't. That's not me. No. But also watering down who you are is it? It can't be good for you. And I just sat there and I, after I read that email, I thought. If I do, if I change everything, if I take everything out, because the editor said, look, you know, just take all that sort of stuff out. You don't need that in. You don't need the stuff about saying that your daughter is this and that and that's how you feel about your husband. You know, you come over as being a bit angry, Liz. Just water it down, she said.
1: But do you you know what, Liz, is when you're actually writing something like you're writing. So you didn't say this to anyone. You're talking to yourself. Is it right?
0: Um, well, no, because I'm writing it down but for people to read. you're talking to
1: yourself in your mind. If she comes over here, I'm going to bash her brains out Like and eat them like Hannibal. Right? That You're saying it to yourself. Mm. Although you've written it down now, it's this is you talking to yourself and this is what people do every day. We all talk to ourselves, don't we? We say what we want. You even call yourself a stupid idiot if you drop something off the floor and you think, oh, flip it, I knocked that glass over. I did mm. it, you stupid idiot? But you don't say it to the person next to you who knocks the glass over. You don't go, oh, you stupid idiot. You've just knocked that glass over that's different that's what you're saying isn't it but this is about you talking to yourself then writing it down and then sharing those thoughts now with someone else like you know so it doesn't the only person you were talking to is you mm. although everybody now mm. is enjoying those thoughts that you you've written well, and talked some about are. <laughs> yeah, some some, are. yeah but that's that's the way i look at at what someone who writes a book in the vein that you're writing in like you know mm. and that's the way you should look at it and it's it's quite simple really when you think about it it's the, these are your thoughts you don't have to read them if you don't want to but there's some fun in there like you know and hopefully you'll enjoy it
0: i just thought it, i would much rather go to a a, a smaller not a, even a niche audience but if it's just if i can make a smaller amount of people that will absolutely love this humor
1: laugh out loud laugh out loud. Yeah.
0: Uh, And, and, you know, you know, Cliff, my coach, I've talked about him a lot. And he said to me, would you rather have 10,000 people read it and get a watery two, three star review? Like, yeah, Yeah. it was okay. Or would you rather have a thousand people read it and get four, five star, you know, like four and five star reviews and just, I loved it. And when's the next one? And I was like, yep, I know the answer. Mm -hmm. And that was it. It was just, that's all. You need to know because you can't go through life being a watered down version of yourself, Bri.
1: No, you can't. And if I read the one star review that said, oh, my God, do not read this book. It is so graphic and it's horrendous. This woman needs shooting. I'd be like, can I buy 10 copies, please? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Because, you know, and it's just that's it, isn't it? Like, you Mm. know, and it's like if you're going to get a review, a one star review, that's what you want. Is that because it's like banning a it's like banning "Frankie Goes to Hollywood," wasn't it in the '80s? Because it said "come" in the actual. He's I mean, like, "Really? Is that it? Yeah, You're banning yeah. it? It's gone to number one, you idiots!" <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's too old actually. BBC. <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't think
0: about that. Well, now might be a good time to for me to read you the the next part of the chapter in chapter one. Um, Before I do that, remember, if you are interested in this, if you want to be along with me in this journey on this book publishing and marketing and, yeah, just the whole thing of what's going to happen in the next six weeks, again, I can't believe I'm saying that. But if you would like to come along, then go along to www.itsadrama.com slash front. Row and sign up, and I will send you an email from now until when the bu- book is published, and, and uh, yeah, you'll get you'll hear all about stories like this.
1: Yeah, and check the description out because that link will be in the description as well, won't
0: it? Yeah. So the part of the story that you're about to hear now is from chapter one. I've just introduced everyone. I've told you all about our family and how I want to eat my girlfriend's uh, my my son's girlfriend's brains, <laughs> <laughs> and then I tell you about how we went to a campsite in Rotorua in New Zealand and we came to the decision that we wanted to travel the world for a year. But we don't know how to do it because Brian is working 50 hours a week in his own business, his own plumbing and heating business. I'm homeschooling. So, you know, I'm tied up. So how can we do this trip for a year? So the part of the story you're about to hear is when we leave the campsite and go back home, back to work, back to life, and see what happens next. And now, introducing Liz's book that's gonna be absolutely brilliant.
1: Take it away, Liz.
0: I hate it when holidays come to an end. It's rubbish. Brian reluctantly went back to his business and I continued homeschooling, or at least tried to. For the most part, I spent hours daydreaming about our 12-month adventure, playing out scenarios in my head I knew it was possible. Sonny was way ahead of his peers. At 16, he'd already gained every qualification he needed to apply for university, if that was the path he wanted to pursue. And most of his work was online. He could easily go. And Tessa? Tessa was 13, a middle schooler. She was yet to start her formal exams and was at the age where a year travel in the world would benefit her hugely. (laughs) I'd get excited at the thought of her learning new cultures, trying new foods and speaking different languages. Then I'd panic and tell myself she'd probably hate it. But that was okay, because we'd be taking the iPad. And if she got bored, she could always watch Stranger Things. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for gaining knowledge from a bunch of confused teenage vampires. In the months that followed, Brian and I talked of nothing else. We would write down lists of pros and cons and ask ourselves if we had what it took to throw everything in the air and bugger off. Desire? Tick. Kids? Tick. Dog? Tick. My mum had kindly offered to have her for a year. Phew, thanks, mum. Money? (coughs) Mwah, mwah. Almost enough money? (coughs) Mwah, (laughs) mwah. Maybe some savings hidden under the bed money? Mwah, mwah. Oh, shit. We sat down and did some sums, juggled the numbers, offered suggestions. We could rent out the house while we're away, I said. That would work. The money could easily cover the mortgage and the rest would pay for the flights. Agreed. Good idea, Liz. And we could sell your half of the business, take the money and... Use it for our trip? Hmm, not so sure. We talked it through. It was a big risk. Chins were rubbed. See, the money from the business was supposed to be for our pension fund, set aside to pay for a double room in the retirement village. "'Oh, let's just spend it!' I cried haphazardly, startling the dog and almost causing her to swallow her stone. "'When we get old, we can go and live with Sunny!' We'll take his girlfriend, the one that's been locked in the bedroom for sixty years. She can clean our pissy sheets and floss your dentures. <gasps> Brian was convinced. The business was put up for sale. Everyone was on board. The kids sold their favourite toys to raise money, and I spent hours typing into Google how to travel the world cheaply. I discovered a thing called couch surfing. Is a concept where you stay on people's couches around the world for free, and when they visit your country, you return the favour. I figured that if we coupled that with very, very cheap accommodation and only ate really, really cheap street food, and maybe a few worms, then we could manage on next to nothing. Our budget was set at 100 New Zealand dollars a day. For the four of us. Perfect. I didn't tell the kids. Not straight away. I thought I'd wait until they were trapped on the plane with no way out. No child wants to hear that they'll be dossing on strangers' couches and living off egg noodles for a year of their life. Not when they've just parted with their favourite Harry Potter figures. Everything was falling into place. Like it was meant to be. Not that everything was plain sailing, though. Far from it. There were days when I would get cold feet. Panic, panic ask myself what the hell I was doing. This is mental, I would say. You'll fail. But when those days came along, I just gave myself grace, or a punch in the face, depending on my hormones, and reminded myself that I didn't have to make this trip perfect. I just had to make it happen. If you don't go, you'll never know, my mum sang cheerfully, reassuring <laughs> me over the phone. You like that, right? Yeah, I like that not too graphic for you?
1: Just a little bit, wasn't it? That's good though. (laughs) But that's that's it, isn't it? Maybe it sounds so different when you read it.
0: Well, this is the other thing as well, is this is going to be an audio book. I cannot wait to do the audio book. And you're you're right. I mean, because when you hear someone say it in a certain way, you you know it's a joke. So I kind of get what she's saying. Like, you know, if you read it, you might not think it was a joke, but even so. I'd still, but anyway, you'll have to buy the book now, won't you? And find out if I changed it or not. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for listening to that. That was, that was lovely sharing that with you. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I I enjoyed recording it. So before we go, we're just going to give you an update on Tess in Wellington. Yes tessa is
1: sp- she's coming home tomorrow <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, only for a holiday right? only,
1: for, only for a long weekend no
0: she's doing really really well she's got she had three job interviews at different cafes because for those of you who don't know she's gone down there to be in a show in wellington she's The swing and she's got a a role uh, as one of the sisters for one night in Into the Woods.
1: Which a swing is an understudy if you didn't know, because I didn't know what a swing was. Yeah, Yeah. an understudy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she is absolutely loving the rehearsals down there. But of course, she's gone down on her own. She's paying for everything herself. She's rented a little flat down there, you know, like a room in a flat with two other girls and so she had to get a job obviously yeah and she's got she starts on tuesday she's working at a coffee place in the middle of wellington so
1: yeah Yeah. and she after that first week of being there she kind of said i'm really lonely this weekend so we ran on down there didn't we went down and saw her stayed in a little airbnb for a, a couple of nights and then she just went i'm gonna come home um for a few days and she did didn't she she, yeah. came home, she came home for your birthday yeah she did. which was she which was amazing wasn't it because it, it's the last thing you imagine that she wants to come home like yeah. you know because she's just gone down to wellington but she just said and only that she made me fix her car so she could take her car back yeah so, you yeah, spent I, ages I, I, fixing that to be that. a real dad for that didn't i yeah
0: i'll tell you yeah. what though she made me laugh she phoned up and she said i can't believe it and i said what should i've just been shopping ten dollars for Toilet rolls, <laughs> and I'm like, and? yes.
1: <laughs> but you don't use as many as what you do when you come yeah. home.
0: Well, that's the thing, isn't it, Bry? Because yeah. honestly, I put a toilet roll in that downstairs. Well, downstairs we haven't got yeah, any stairs, yeah, so. we haven't really <laughs> stairs. Yeah, it's a habit that from when yeah. I grew we live up. Live
1: in a bungalow. And
0: you put it in, and you can just hear just reeling it off yeah. the toilet roll. Well, it drives me insane. I,
1: I'm gonna like actually just make sure there is only one toilet roll when she comes home, so she, she can't put, fill her bags out with toilet rolls when yeah, she goes. True. Yeah,
0: true. Yeah, because she might do that. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to do is just read out some of the lovely little... Uh, comments that we had last week on the podcast we said we'd love it if you reached out and told us who you were and you know where you were listening from and because it does get a bit lonely just me and you sitting here was this on the podcast
1: app or was this on the actual youtube no this is email brian oh email so they
0: that you can email us at either brian at it's or liz at it's and just let us know where you're listening from and you know what you like about the show or whatever just so we had claudia she's listening oh no she doesn't say where she's listening from she said she came to the south island um of new zealand fell in love with it went home and then covid hit and decided to go and make new zealand her final destination that she lands in so
1: all oh, right, she, right, right rather
0: than move over to new zealand now she's going to do a load of traveling and then come to new zealand so that was yep. Claudia. And then we had Rosalyn from South Texas who emailed me and said, Me and her and her husband used to have a podcast and she said, I know exactly how hard it is no. and you know what it what it means when someone reaches out to you. So she said, I'm just saying hi. So thank you so much, Rosalyn from South Texas. Hello, Rosalyn. And then Bo said, I just wanted to drop you a note and tell you how much I enjoyed the podcast. I live in a state next to California and I can totally picture the lady from Paris that Brian was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up what you're doing. I love the podcast. So uh, thank you so much, Bo. Isn't that lovely? That's great,
1: isn't it? It's so nice when people just reach out and it's a nice, nice little feature to actually just read out a few of these yeah, things. It that is. people, um, You know, if you, if you bother to leave us a comment or something like that, then why not read it out? Like
0: yeah. So. So don't forget you can email us and let us know Liza, it's a drama or Brian it's a drama. So that's it Brian that's the show. So
1: yep until next week or till whenever we do another one which is uh, probably well, what, they every 10 days or every week. I well it depends, what Brian.
0: depends if I'm a, a, if I'm in the wardrobe on my knees crying my eyes yes, out we're blubbering not mess, do one today. Then you'll have to wait yeah, but I'm feeling quite positive now. I am determined absolutely determined to keep on this streak of come on, just be yourself. And my advice to you, if you are listening to this, if you take anything from this podcast, just please let it be that you are just so unique and special. Why would you want to water yourself down?
1: Exactly. You know,
0: why would you want to appeal to the masses and go, oh yeah, well, I'm not really like that. I'm quite a nice person. Or, you know, I don't really think that I just think what you think. Because as tempting as it is to make everyone like you, no, yeah. I'd rather be, like I said before, I'd rather you were loved by the ones who really want to love you and the others. If you don't yeah, love just me, then see you later.
1: Be unique. Yeah. That's the thing. Be me, be you. That's it. It's like, let's not all be the same. Eh? I know. Like, there wouldn't be everyone doing different things, would there? and entertaining us and being different and stuff like that because everyone's got different tastes haven't they and yeah. it's just like yes so you can appeal to the everybody in that same way mm. but i think i'm going to take a piece of advice out of your bucklers that I'm going to lock you up now for the next 16 days and not let you out and just feed you pancakes under the door, okay? All right. Just like you do to those people that you're actually saying about in in, in your book, (laughs) Sonny's girlfriend. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking, we talked about bumper at the start of the show. I think we should go to Hollywell Bay in Cornwall and do a podcast on the bumper boats.
0: On the bumper boats. Remember the bumper boats? Yeah, Those little round yeah. boats that like you yeah. used to be able to
1: bump around and make a little bit of a noise. You to Have do you that? never
0: heard that saying before, Brian This is a bumper. Yeah, show? Yeah,
1: because oh, it's going to be a bumper Christmas or it's going to be a bumper yeah. harvest. It just means yeah. like a really, good, yeah, a really good, good one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But farmers don't say that these days. No. No.
0: All right. Until next time. Take care. Keep being you. And thank you so so much for being with us today. I'm going to see you next time.
1: Yes, yeah, so Kia kaha. Stay strong. Kia u. Stay true. And we'll see you next time. Go steady. Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us this week. We have absolutely loved your company.
1: If you enjoyed the show, then head on over to your favourite podcasting app, leave us a review. Obviously, it's got to be the five you know don't bother if it's going to be one
0: <laughs> yeah i
1: mean just just stay where you are don't if you're not going to give me a nice review i don't
0: know. <laughs> you can leave us whatever you want but let's just say that we prefer the uh, the higher the better
1: yes obviously come on now
0: <laughs> and don't forget to share this podcast with your friends just with someone who needs cheering up or a little bit of laughter or just needs inspiring just, sharing is just Hit the
1: share button help us along and help everybody else and you know join the club
0: yes and don't forget if you would like to be part of my email newsletter where I will send you a very very real and (laughs) honest email every single week inspiring you making you laugh just being part of your life then head on over to
1: www.itsadrama.com forward slash newsletter say it again Brian www.itsadrama.com forward slash newsletter.
0: I will wait for you there. I can't wait to get to know you better.
1: Should we just do a little bit more?
0: No, let's go now, right? Let's go. Get the wine out of the fridge and let's go. I'm gone. Okay, bye. See you now. Bye. Bye.